The following episode includes topics of eating disorders and drug abuse. These topics may trigger listeners, so if you need to skip this episode, that's totally fine. Now, on with the show. Welcome back to another episode of New Year, New Look, New Podcast. I'm Alana. I'm Annalie. And I'm Nathan. Let's get into today's topic. Guys, we did it. We're back for another season recap. Are you happy about this? We're, we're, we're back. Season five recap. Woo! It's like every week is a season recap. Like, it's... <laughs> But it's also fun because we get to relive all these moments in the episodes. And I, this this season's a doozy, in my opinion. It's I keep wondering, like, what are we gonna talk about once <laughs> we're done with these Legit. season recaps? But oh, I got I'm some sh- things in mind. We've got plenty to talk about because we've got Alana, who is a Degrassi computer brain. Yes. <laughs> Very true. And this season, season five of Degrassi, The Next Generation, I said in the last episode that season four was their transitional period from, like, kid-friendly, like, high school shenanigan Degrassi to, like, hard-hitting, it goes there, big major episodes for this show. And it automatically starts off with a bang in the two-parter. Again, Degrassi two-parters are the show's bread and butter. And this one this two-parter that starts this season is it's 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 a mess for several reasons which we'll get into in a minute but i just gotta say i hate peter peter is he doesn't get any better (laughs) he no he doesn't um peter is literally the least redeemable character in all of tng let's be real um which doesn't really help his case anymore for what he does, but we'll, we'll, we'll break down this two-parter in a second, but I just got to say, I hate Peter. Well, and here's the thing. I'm sure somewhere out there, there are Peter stands. Oh, like, oh, there's right. stands oh, for all of these characters, I'm if, sure. If there yeah. are, if um, there, I would not be surprised if there were Rick stands, let's be real. Like, if there were Rick. Um, how I, I would Rick hope not. I would hope not. I would hope. But it's here's the thing. Good. Peter has some storylines that aren't that bad. Well, overall, yeah, yeah. But overall, as a character, yeah, like Nathan hasn't fully gotten through Peter's time at Degrassi yet. I'm still and, watching the show. <laughs> and uh, here's the thing: is and Alana knows my opinions. Is that Peter is on the show way too long? Way too long. Just, yeah. just a tad. Like more than makes sense. And then like you know in future episodes when we get some friends that like make appearances again it's like why of all the characters do you have to be here yeah. of all the characters Pretty much. Yeah. but there's some moments that he's not awful yeah. he, like he he attempts to redeem himself there there's a lot of attempts but like this but, two, yeah this two-parter literally said hey i'm peter and i'm a huge douche let's let's break down yeah, they they did a bad job at introducing him season, let's talk about season five episodes one and two i'm your venus i'm your fire with your desire is Don't... that what that song is yes did you not oh, know that? see i didn't know <laughs> okay here's the thing not gonna lie i've never known the full lyrics of that song 
like I had no idea that it even said the word Venus. So then sometimes with these songs, I'm like, I don't know the song that it's named after <laughs> this being one of them. So but now I know. Right. Now we know. So if you remember in last season, Kevin Smith like self-inserted him at the end of the season four. And he made Degrassi High the setting for Jay and Silent Bob go Canadian, A. Eh? And in that movie, Manny Santos had a prominent role in there. And this, like I want to say at the end of season four, this is the start of her acting career and she wants to become an actress. And I just got to say, I think it's in this season where Manny does something with her bangs. It's not a look for her. This is honestly her, her, this is one of her worst haircuts in this season, in this show. Nathan, the fashion police. (laughs) Yes. No, no, I'm, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the, for Hazel. I'm the haircut. Uh, <laughs> Hazel, uh, is, okay, no. <laughs> but, but with with Manny, like she goes blonde at one point in a season, and it's like not the best look. Nasty. But we're talking about uh, her being an actress, so she's going to like all these modeling, modeling acting agencies, all that you know, and this new kid Peter is starting to crush on Manny. And Peter is this blonde. When I first saw him, he legit reminded me of Chad Dylan Cooper from Sunny with a Chance. Because yes. I was like, I was like, who's this like Chad looking Cooper looking Chad looking Cooper? It's well, and if you really <laughs> think about it, if you really think about it, they're very similar. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's similar. a lot of similarities. Similar, Other than the fact that, you know, Peter's sim- not famous. Similar in look, similar in fashion, similar in attitude. Let's be real. This, like, yeah. what he does in this show is very Chad-esque, you know? Because, like... Especially in this season. Oh, my God. Yeah, so... Peter thinks he's hot potatoes. Basically. <laughs> and the thing, the thing about Peter is, like, you know, he's starting to crush over Manny, and then... Peter invites Manny, but also Emma kind of likes Peter. I forget that. I'm confused. Yeah. Okay. She does as well. So it's this weird love triangle that they're trying to set up where like Manny likes Peter, but then Emma likes Peter as well. So they both go to this party and Manny gets drunk. And I mean, just D R U N K drunk. Like she is like. yeah blackout blackout and then she goes on and then like this is like like i said she's like still doing her acting stuff but like she's always being self-issued for like her body and stuff i think this was brought up because like she doesn't have the look she doesn't have the a game to be a model to be an actress and then to get a boob job she even tried yeah she tried to get that which her parents found out now now in season three i believe during her pregnancy we met her mom but in this episode, we meet her dad. And Ooh. Mr. Santos. Pop- Papa Santos is Pop- not the vibe. We do not stand Papa Santos no. in this house. Nope. There's a lot of Papas in this show that we don't stand. And you'll see why. Like, Well, we've already explained Marco's dad, but let's be real. Um, and then, so he's like upset about this. Because they charged it on their card, I believe, when Manny went to get her boob job. But she of course backed out because she needed parent permission she couldn't get that but then she's at this party and peter is like oh manny's drunk 
I'm going to film a self let, tape. Let's film Degrassi gone wild. We're, so they, they like he takes Manny to the bathroom and she's, of course, you know, shit faced and he's filming her. And then Manny flashes the camera. And you could sell this for a million dollars because I'm going to be famous. It, and, you know, Peter, of course, being the douche that he is, he's like, I have the footage. I could pr- like, and that's where part one basically ends. And then part two, Peter's like, I have the footage. I can press this one button and it can go everywhere to this whole school. So you know? do what I want you to do. Yes. Now, I mean, in in the end, like he's basically tempting, like taunting her. And Peter just straight up leaks the footage. So it's all over Degrassi now to the point where like it literally pops up on everyone's messages and Craig even watches it now if you remember Craig and Manny they did it a few seasons back and Craig knows Craig knows them Craig already knew Craig already knew knew what they looked like but then Jimmy has (laughs) Jimmy has this amazing line that I love so much he jokingly he jokingly looked at the screen then at Craig and he goes Manny Santos, my, how you've grown. <laughs> we love Jimmy. We love Like, Drake when you it. think about it, how, like, it's one thing for, like, strangers to see it. Oh, yeah. But, like, right. your close friends, I would be like, uh, uh, nope. Yeah, yeah. There's this really great moment where, like, everyone in the school is, like, looking at Manning and snickering and all that because the video got leaked. And then you see JT and Toby laughing at a laptop and you're thinking, oh God, they're watching the video. Because, you know, Manny and JT have had this sort of like, maybe they'll do it, maybe they won't get in a relationship. But come to find out they're watching monkey videos on YouTube. <laughs> Not to mention that they've known each other since they were like children. Yeah, yeah. like that's totally, Two. yeah. And then, but like, that's what I love about the JT toby because like, even when all this is happening, they're just like, like because that's something i would do like i would like if i was at the school i would not even know that there was a scandal going on i'd be watching like cat videos and like vine compilations like that's my humor (laughs) let's be real (laughs) and then you know emma finds out about this and she's upset she starts antagonizing peter but then we find out that peter is the son of Miss Hatsalakos. And I mean, this is one of the worst. I mean, granted, Miss Hatsalakos is a pretty interesting character, but the fact that she is related to this scum of human being, it demotes her down tremendously. And hey, it's not her fault what her no, son chose to do. I agreed, but by association, she's an L. And- <laughs> oh no. Okay, Peter is also, you'll start to really see more of why. Not Peter that it justifies the action, it doesn't justify his actions, but. but- Later in the yeah. season, he doesn't have like, a perfect life. But later in the season, he does even worse, and well, even the next season, he does a lot worse, and it's just <laughs> a huge mess. And he just doesn't know how to behave. He doesn't know how to behave, but also <laughs> he uses, But also, you'll come to find out in the show that Peter uses the fact that his mom's the principal to his advantage to get what he wants. He's privileged. Let's be real, Peter. Peter privileged is my new nickname for him. <laughs> it's privileged little white boy yeah and then back over at manny's house you know her dad's upset about all that she's been doing being an actress 
like going against her wishes. I really wish that Manny's mom would have said something, but she just kind of like sits by while man yells at the house, you know? I think she was scared of what my And I think it's a I think it's a cultural thing. It, too. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Because of her yeah, her heritage or her like culture. And then even though Emma hates Manny, that's what I love about Emma and Manny. Even though Emma can get on my nerves so much, Manny literally goes to Emma and says, Look, they kicked they kicked Manny out. So she's like, They kicked me out. I have nowhere else to go. And then Emma's like, Look, we're having a problem right now, but you're basically my sister. You're living with me. And we get we get to see uh the spinner mace we get this no not the spinner we get to see the snake Nelson Santos residence for a few episodes and it's honestly kind of wholesome it's like this big it's like a Disney Channel movie when they're I like, love it the, it's so good Me too so yeah that was it for the two parter um it it's like a weird start to this season because I mean douchey characters are introduced and characters are making bad decisions and it's just. It really sets the tone for this season, and it's crazy. Speaking of more bad decisions, should we talk about Death of a Disco Star and Miss I don't Page? Want, I don't want to, but we'll go ahead. <laughs> um, we have to. So is, Mr. This when, is this when she she shows up high to the, yes. to oh, the no. college fair? and so hi there's a college fair at degrassi and Paige wants to get into her dream school which is banting which like she talks about banting like because like my mom's a banting girl my grandma's a banting girl i'm a banting girl like like she's so dead set on it but mr oleander gives her weed and she gets alex to smoke it and so they're both high at the at the college fair and it's just it's kind of funny, but not if you know what I mean. Because it's it's funny to see, uh, the actress like play stoner, you know, and she almost embarrasses herself during this whole thing. I forget if she like even apologizes and then gets into banting. Well, she she gets into banting, but that's a whole other discussion in an, another season. But it's a it's a very hot discussion. But and then we go on into this where or we go we we start from this where she's high but then she basically has to like pull a string like her someone she has like a family friend who works at banting i think yeah and like that's who she's it's a friend of her mom it's a friend of her mom's yeah and that one is like it's it's obviously it's you know mr o being a jerk again it's also more development for Paige and uh, alex's friendship which is one of my favorite friendships in this it was already a favorite friendship of mine when the show started but now it's like it will escalate later on in this season to one of my favorite pairings not trying to jump ahead a little bit but it's it alex and Paige are a good duo let's say that i agree I agree a lot. Yes. Um, they are just they have so many ups and so many downs. They're oh, a roller yeah. coastery couple. Yep. For sure. Granted, at this point, they're technically not a they're not a couple yet. Right. But also even just in their friendship, they're a little woo woo. 
roller coaster. Oh yeah, because mm-hmm. and that continues for the, the duration that Alex is on the show. So. Also, the B plot of this episode is um, Jimmy becoming the basketball coach, and it's the first time we get introduced to Derek, and oh, Derek's being no. a little meanie. And then oh, Jimmy shows no. him up, and I'm like, as you should, Jimmy, because I we complete, don't stand Derek in this house. I complete well, yeah, Derek can be a, like a ill little shit, but he's kind of funny. To be no, fair, he he also does something that you will never forgive him for. Damn it! At least I never forgave him for. Okay, but here I kind of wait. Like, who? Derek. Derek. Oh yes, Derek. I kind of like Derek as of now, but maybe that will change in a future episode. Hey, past Nathan, or, I mean future Nathan, does it change? Okay, cool. So we're gonna talk, yeah, because like he's in, he's like the new freshman in Degrassi, and he's on the basketball team, and of course wheelchair Jimmy, wheelchair Jimmy, he's uh doing his thing, he's coaching, and he literally like bullies. Or Derek literally bullies Jimmy because he's in the wheelchair, calling him the cripple and not his coach. Which there's a brilliant line that I love that Jimmy says when he finally like shows him up. He says, Next time you say you learned that moves, tell him that you learned it from your coach. And another reason why Jimmy Brooks is my favorite character, because he's like so wholesome and so nice. And he's like, even though you're like a little shit, I could literally beat you up. Well, I not I mean, technically, I don't know, but like respect you know like he he chooses the respectable approach over the bullying like he doesn't bully Derek back he should have but you know that's what I love about Jimmy you know we stand Jimmy yep so you know how Degrassi loves pregnancy storylines another one bites the dust (laughs) (laughs) take a shot every time someone gets pregnant god we would be we would be drunk but well, but can I just say, and I know we're gonna get there when we talk, like in a, a like within this episode, but when we get oh, yeah. a couple episodes down the line, for whatever reason, this pregnancy storyline, as far as people finding out that Liberty is pregnant, is one of my favorites. It's so funny, like it's awful, but it's so funny because like Sir Danny choosing to just all of a sudden be so protective is hilarious. We stand Danny. (laughs) So if you forgot, you know, JT and Liberty are now a couple freaking adorable. And JT likes to talk about their sexual and like their sex practices to the point where like they're at the movies. And he says this, my favorite joke that Toby does where he's basically explaining, like, you know, we like to go to the bed. And then he literally just interrupts them by plugging his ears in and singing, oh, Canada. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, lots of sex leads to babies. So Liberty is pregnant, which causes JT to crash his car into, I think, the bus stop of the school. I could be wrong. Which I noticed this in a parallel that someone pointed out on TikTok, I believe. But when the uh when jt finds out about the pregnancy he crashes his car but when jt tells toby toby crashes a rc car so a car crash is involved when both are explaining the pregnancy why wasn't this in the special in the fun facts on the degrassi wiki because i just remembered it They're well, slacking. Well, see, there's your fun fact from the guy who doesn't even look at the fun facts. Boom, we're switching it up. But yeah, Liberty is pregnant. 
And, you know, there's a whole thing of like, obviously JT is not the most mature character in this show that will be discussed on more in another season, but he literally like Liberty's hesitant about like, first, she's like not going to tell anyone about the baby, you know, she's like trying to keep it under wraps. But then of course, Derek, she's got to protect her image as the student class president, the class president too. And then it literally escalates into like going into you know her her parents finding out but then she like stands up to her parents like we're having this baby uh but then again but in the end she like gives it up to foster care at by the end of the season i think yeah she gives it up for adoption okay and then you know it keeps going on and she thinks that J- like she basically doesn't tell jt she has nothing to do with jt now that he got her knocked up you know but then JT is like relaying the inf- or Toby's relaying the info to JT because Toby's the VP and he's getting all this info like what's happening with is she okay is the baby okay all that stuff and that's kind of JT's like L moment because like yeah you screwed up but like let let Liberty be a single mom a single mom who works too hard she's a class president and pregnant <laughs> we love you Reba okay I love Jiberty so much. Jiberty. Hands down, JT, even though like they had their issues, JT is my favorite person at Liberty dates. Oh, yeah. And I think that they could have made it work. Honestly. Had had Liberty, like, here's the thing. Y'all are in high school. Y'all are kids. I understand Liberty is mature for her age, but... You have to realize that even though he has his moments of immaturity, he does it because he cares about you. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's the part. That's the tea from me. Liberty's also a very independent person, and Mm -hmm. she doesn't like asking for help. Exactly. Right. At all. She's she's an independent woman who doesn't need no JT. (laughs) But she should have JT. Yeah. But this, friends, is why we don't hang out in hot tubs. And why <laughs> yeah. If Glee taught us anything. Oh, even you're though- so right. <laughs> but Bassie also- walked so Glee could run. Yeah. Yeah. Granted, we all know how, if you watch Glee, you know that that's not actually what happened. But anyway. Yes. um, But just, you know, in... With a family like hers, I would not want to be yeah. stepping on no toes. Wait, in this episode, doesn't Danny literally beat the shit out of JT? Like, upon finding <laughs> oh, out yeah. that? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's what I'm saying, is it's so funny, because, like, him and JT are friends, mm-hmm. but then the minute the minute he finds out that Liberty is pregnant, he's like, oh, oh no! <laughs> Liberty has Screw to- the friendship! Literally, Screw Liberty, the friendship! Literally, Liberty has to break them up, like, during this fight. Like, man, she is pregnant, she doesn't need this stress. <laughs> <laughs> get off of him it's it's but this is why danny van zandt is a king and we stand danny in this house derek it's just funny because danny Danny is the king derek is his jester (laughs) because here's the thing is like danny his relationship with liberty up until now has been your typical like little brother yeah annoying thing you never expected him to be like i'm gonna use the ironing board in the hot tub like no like why would you do this 
kind of thing. Like, yeah, dare you? Blah, 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 he yeah. he's a very protective brother, and saying that your parents are going to be mad at you regardless. Basically, well, her no. her parents are going to kill her if she finds out. Basically. Well, and so he goes, "I'll kill you first." <laughs> He's like, I'll just get it out of the way. Then you don't have to deal with my parents. Danny. Danny was foreshadowing the next season. Let's do this. Jail. I could have pain and laugh about it too. Shut up. I, yeah. In case you were wondering, Nathan is caught up on that aspect. (laughs) One less spoiler we have to keep from him. (laughs) <laughs> Anyways, Jay Tiberty's baby. Um, yeah. Jay Tiberty. That's the ship name, Jay Tiberty. <laughs> Jay Tiberty. Jay Tiberty. Brigand and Ant. Anyway, let's continue. <laughs> what episode's next? Uh, I don't what know. What's next? <laughs> wedding. What comes anything. next? Wedding. Oh, weddings, parties, anything. AKA. Craig kind of likes Ellie, but still likes Manny. It's a weird love triangle. Who doesn't like Manny that, in this I mean, school? That's true. If you are a man that likes women, <laughs> if you're a man, Degrassi, you've liked, you've at least thought of the idea of Manny yeah. Santos. Yeah, this is true. But anyways, downtown Sasquatch gets a gig at a wedding. Woo! And with my favorite downtown Sasquatch sound. But but this so oh yeah, good. this song is literally the best downtown Sasquatch song ever. I wasn't even deep into the show yet, and Anna was like, Nathan, listen to this. And I was like, okay. Yeah, I hadn't even met Craig yet. That's how good the song was. And I'm like, okay, I like this Craig kid already. Bad choice of words. And <laughs> there was and then we go in. Like, so basically they get to play a wedding, but this is during downtown Sasquatch's period where Spinner and Jimmy aren't friends anymore. So Spinner's out of the band and Ellie is now taking on the drums, basically. And it it goes into this awkward moment where like Manny is also invited to play tambourine. So she's obviously the percussion expert at any band. Tambourine. Like, the tambourine. <laughs> Is like the most shared instrument in the Degrassi verse, as far as it goes between, because it went to like, it's Manny, but then it went to like Hazel at the beginning during PMS, I think. And we get to see more of Joey Jeremiah because technically Joey sets up them going to this wedding. Because, well, A, A, it's, it's like A, the band performs at the wedding, but B, Joey has a date to the wedding. So. <laughs> It killed two birds with one stone in this instance. Because Kevin Smith already took Caitlin Ryan from Joey. So Mans is, on the, Mans is on the menu now. So I really enjoy the moment in this episode where Ellie chucks the her drumstick at Manny's head. Oh yeah, there's a literal fight. Song. Um a very random fun fact. Fun fact. She found you can decide if it's fun or not. I just think it's more random and like okay. Okay. (laughs) So the final the final scene of this episode, when we have that moment between Manny and Craig at the end of this episode, the pajamas that Manny is wearing are the same pajamas Emma wore in season one, episode one. Which means them be some old pajamas at this point. And like, 
it's just really random but it makes sense because manny is living with them so she's probably just pulling from whatever oh yeah but like why emma, does she still emma, have them emma They're was seniors. like emma was like tiny when the show started like, I know. Why in seventh grade oh. why does she still own that as a senior <laughs> Anyway, that's like the only fun fact Maybe, I could find. My guess is they were hoping Jack was going to be a girl so they could like hand down the clothes or something, but. They were hope. Oh, as in. Uh, the baby. Yeah. Snake and Snake and Spike. Snake and Spike were going to have Jack. I don't know why I thought you were talking about the Grassy Riders and I'm like, they could have made Jack a boy or a girl. It was up to them. They wrote the show. I mean, yeah, but no. <laughs> but also. <clears throat> There was a deleted scene, I guess, that Craig invited Manny to join um join the band. Like Oh, oh, like a new member to the band? Well, well Yeah, they, it well, just says in a deleted scene it was revealed that Craig invited Manny to join him in his band at the wedding. So I think like yeah. Cause we never fully get why she's there, right? Well, at first it was like, hey, I'm gonna move i'm gonna be the roadie i'm gonna help set up at oh the, yes at the venue but then last minute you know he's like hey here's a tambourine here's a tambourine you're in the bit but like they're all dressed in like nice like appropriate wedding clothes and like ellie has this like really gorgeous dress and then craig Isn't is this like the, oh. the iconic orange outfit is this manny's iconic orange outfit or something I so i gotta That's look cool. it up i gotta we gotta, we gotta reference it <laughs> Oh, wait, no, it's not orange. It's green. It's green. But it's the, like, green top and, like, uh, she's wearing, like, what looks like it's, it's, like, this weird, like, skin-tight green top and then this, like, flowy, like, sparkle skirt thing. I it's think, just very random. I think the orange thing that you're mentioning is when when she and Spinner were dating, like she was playing yes. tambourine during that instance. Yes. She was being interviewed by Liberty, I think. That's Manny just loves a tambourine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Also, my favorite moment, my favorite part of this episode is not the Ellie Manny Craig's triangle, but it's Joey with his date at the wedding and man is busting it on the dance floor. Like, <laughs> I don't Man ca- is and- busting it with his girlfriend who's like, half his age and way not out actually, of his league let's be not real. actually half his age but like kind of feel feels like it's yeah. half his age but like her friends are like making fun of joey and i'm like he is a king you stop that right now he is having a blast on the dance floor go little rock star man's is going off he's going up i want to i want to take sure, that baby. clip i want to take that clip and like speed it up and like put like but yeah it's another wedding episode i mean they have a few wedding episodes, like either, you know, a like at a wedding or like performing at a wedding or Craig breaking down at a wedding, which, by the way, this is the first wedding he's been to since his bipolar episode. Let's be real. Like. So, yeah, that's I mean, it's an OK episode, but it's more just further. I feel like this season has a lot of it's an OK episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they get to like the big storylines, and you're like, "Where have you been?" The later half for of, you. The later half of this season literally hits you with big plot after big plot after big plot, and they kind of carry on over into the next season. Yes. 
But in the next episode, we have what I've been looking for. That's high school musical. This is the. I, I still I, haven't found. What I still I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Yes, I oh, know. That, oh, Which that's is actually oh, wait, when wait, Danny wait. finds out about the. Pregnancy. This is actually when Danny finds when out Danny about the pregnancy yes. because he thinks she's bulimic and he has the baby. From and he class. has oh, the, the, oh, the, the plastic baby. Yes. <laughs> yes, he has the plastic we baby. We watched that. We watched that together. <laughs> okay. Yes. This, this together. is a real life Nathan backstory. I took one of those child development classes, so I had to take home the fake baby. Yes. And like when I did it, it was like a like an electronic baby that like you had to support the head, or else it'd go mm-hmm. back and you'd you'd like fail basically. And you had to wear this bracelet that was waterproof, and you could like you had to scan which it, which is and what then... these babies are in this episode too. Yeah, the yeah, electronic which, babies. Which my my thing about this is like so they they have those electronic babies, but it's it, you could clearly tell it's still like a plastic doll from Walmart. Like it's not that high tech though. Like this reminds me of that um plot in sweet life when maddie and london had to take care of a baby yeah and they throw like and, and these episodes like you know they throw the baby <laughs> it's the funniest it's like moment. got the duct taped arm yeah and, like, as if you're gonna turn it in and they're not gonna notice that the baby's been absolutely destroyed and his eyes popping out and like there's a tire track <laughs> and the head's on backwards <laughs> and there's yeah. like there's like wires coming out of the baby <laughs> yes basically Danny Van Zant is not father material because he doesn't know how to take care of a kid, but it's kind of funny because his sister's going to have a kid and it's like, uh, gotta... yes. And then he's like, this... well, JT, if you're going to be the father to my sister, take child, care of my, take, care... take care of my, yeah, baby yeah, I forgot. yeah, I forgot about that. Basically, Danny says to JT, look, you're going to be raising, I'm going to be uncle Danny. So basically take care of my baby basically do my project for me which no (laughs) (laughs) yeah especially since you know the baby gets run over by a car yeah i thought it was i thought it was the bus oh well but this this episode also gives us another parent that we don't stand and that's Sir Jimmy's father. We do not stand oh, Mr. Brooks Jim- in this Mr. house. Mr. Brooks. No, no. Well, okay, let me let me rephrase that. Mr. Actually, Mr. Brooks was in the last season when he was still in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And that's when they were trying to like make accommodations for his house. Because you know, Jimmy's still in a, he's now in a wheelchair, which I'm confused because like at like season one or two, Jimmy's in like this high-rise apartment, and now he's mm-hmm. in a house in the suburbs. So like, did they have to move or like probably like, the because they probably did. basically yeah. But now they like, were never there for their child anyway. So. Basically, but in this episode, I could be wrong, but in this episode, basically, why it's called "I Still Haven't Found What I'm Looking For" is because Jimmy's deciding, hey, well, he's like, I can draw pretty good. Maybe I should go into a career of art instead of basketball. And Ellie actually pushes him towards going to this art stuff which yeah. then creates a rift between him and hazel i think well yeah, yeah because hazel basically is worried that he's falling for ellie which isn't completely wrong i mean look at ellie i mean because what here's it, like- the thing is ellie ellie doesn't see the wheelchair yeah. if you get what i mean everyone else focuses on the fact that he's in a wheelchair now whereas ellie's just like you're 
you're great at this like pursue this blah 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 she doesn't care just being an overall good supportive friend and then yes i mean i i do ship it though let's be real they are adorable together so i don't know it's just me but yeah hazel on the other hand like troy bolton era and yes and mr mr brooks is like Mr. you Brooks. need to live my dream <laughs> you know exactly like high school musical living in my own world <laughs> mr brooks is just also just a terrible person in general oh because yeah. mr brooks is like okay you can't play normal basketball so here's the thing we're gonna get you to play wheelchair basketball i know you've never played wheelchair basketball before and it's like different than normal basketball also but you're right also the thing is like like you know he's he misses the tryout at first but then he gets a second chance which i don't think that would fly in like made like college level sports let's be real yeah but like but you know jimmy's dad pulls some strings and then Jimmy's dad's like, hey, I got you a specialty basketball athletic chair. Woo! And it's like... It's like he's that... still learning how to use a normal wheelchair. He, he, That's the real. thing. Let's be real. Jimmy's got the hang of it from, like, his own wheelchair with, like, you know, free throws and whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like, he, he's, he's really good at that. But he can't get the rhythm in his new chair. But then while talking to Ellie at the art museum again, he misses it. And then, like, second chance, that was it. And then J- Jimmy's like, Dad, this is what you want. This isn't what I want. It's, it, it's the cliche, like, I don't want to play basketball. Is it? Did, did this come out? This probably came out around the same time High School Musical did. I could I could be wrong. <laughs> but, yeah, probably. But it, this it is... has a lot of vibes to it, though. But isn't this when... I forget what the exact quote is, because at the end um hazel's talking to jimmy and she basically keeps asking if he's gonna do basketball anyway and when he says he doesn't want to um she says he's still the old jimmy and he's and doesn't he say i'm trying to remember what the exact quote is but he says he's not the same Jimmy anymore, basically, and that he's changed. But doesn't he say, like, the old Jimmy got shot? Isn't that what he said? Yes, Something essentially. exactly around there. And I was like, oh. Oh. Yeah. Also, I just realized that this song title is uh, the song that the lion sings and sing to. Which makes sense, because this is a Bono song. And he voiced the lion. Anyways, oh, st- stream yeah. sing two is on Netflix. <laughs> I love sing two. I love sing two. But anyways, uh, this was a, this is one of my favorite episodes because you know Jimmy is my favorite. It, out of all the characters in Degrassi, Jimmy's my favorite because of mainly what he goes through, like in last season, but in this episode when he's plus with his art, he's painting a new mural for Degrassi because that's kind of where this conflict starts between him and Hazel. I love that mural. It it's just sucks so good. because in the later seasons, like, I don't know what happens to it. Uh, but I they, don't think it's always they, there. They painted it over What? There. The mural. The mural. Yeah, I don't remember the mural being there. That's crazy. I don't know if they painted over it or just, like, went away in the set after, like, a few. The mural got after. black hole. No, the mural. Oh, damn it. Come on, Degrassi. <laughs> I didn't look that up. That's just me making a comment. We're gonna add that oh, in our but... black hole. We're gonna add that in we'll our black hole. We'll add it in the black episode, hole. Yes. Yep. As like a con- 
consideration like maybe it got black hole maybe it didn't if, if it's in like a if it's in the reboot which is gonna happen it, it's it's gonna happen the reboot they better like open with the mural and then jimmy just rolls on by that would be the best way to open it just like please drake i know you're busy but please just show up in like one scene in the reboot please <laughs> did you know i've talked to alana about this but did you know that drake almost quit degrassi because of the wheelchair storyline yeah, i read something about that where like his manager or something hated mm-hmm. the fact that like his character was in the wheelchair and they're like we need him out of the chair and it's like no because literally um there was basically there was a letter from a law firm that was given to to like the degrassi people and it said that he would not return in season six as jimmy unless his injury was healed and he was out of the wheelchair um and so but here's the thing is they ended up talking to aubrey at that time and um he said that he didn't know about the letter it was like all like his managers and stuff yeah and um they he said uh all my friends like in the rap because he was starting his rap career at that point Mm -hmm. um and they thought he was soft because he's in a wheelchair and i'm like first of all it's a fictional character it's not you as a person also and like you know and the response which i think is so funny because it was um the james hurst who was one of the show writers said that his response to him was well tell your friends in the rap game that you got shot how much harder can you get you got shot and you're in a wheelchair. Yeah. And so yeah. um then they just they kept it. Cause I he find- said he said there's somewhere, which this is really cool. I actually haven't seen this quote before. Um he told him, he said, Aubrey, there's some kid somewhere in a wheelchair who's completely ignored, who's never on television, never gets represented. I need you to represent this person. You're the coolest kid on the show, and you can say there's nothing wrong with being in a wheelchair. That's right. Oh, you tell him. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, it remind. It's funny how they say that Drake is a soft rapper when literally there are memes about Drake comparing him to a cartoon character. Like Drake, like there's memes saying like Drake is the type of guy to float in the air when he smells a pie, or like Drake's the type of guy <laughs> to say Drake's the type of guy to say here comes a tickle monster. I kind of believe that. Like after seeing him as Jimmy, like that is Drake to me. <laughs> I'm sorry. If there are any like Drake stands listening to this as like a rapper stand, uh, do not. This is a joke, partially, but I like I like this show. I like Jimmy in this show, and Drake's okay as a music person. I guess I don't know. Anyway, all right. So Here's J- a two. So JT goes into uh, Breaking Bad. <laughs> yeah, with this with, years with this two per, two parter two parter guys. Oh God. Oh, see, there. Okay, so obviously Jay Tiberty is pregnant, and they're having their baby. And JT, uh, he you know he wants to be a supportive. What's the word? He wants to be a supportive baby dad, and he's like, okay, I've picked up. I, I already got a job at a television studio being a children's basically kid which Mr. came Rogers. out of nowhere when you think about it but when like, you think about it jt's the perfect kid no to, he totally to, is 
like but it's like that. he does this commercial and then all of a sudden yo he's dog had... hop off my fries <laughs> yes and then in this it's not even because of like the pregnancy that he gets this job he just like has this job yeah. and you're like when did this start how long has it been going on i think it's a it is no a one mentions this it's probably a holdover from the the fry commercial which i can't believe we forgot to put in our season in like our season recap I, anyways oh yeah but yeah jt was in a fry commercial we always quote it and it's really good um but then you know i think that's what led to it because like hey he's the local celebrity let's put him on a public access tv show where he's, he's where he does crafts with children he's, literally, he's basically but it's kind of cute though because he has like a little kid like a little voice he's like and and look we made a paper turkey kids and i'm like i would binge this i would the little <laughs> the little tagline and remember don't eat the glue don't eat the glue like <laughs> and so like obviously it must not pay well enough working in children's tv on channel 10 or whatever pbs must not must not be enough so he goes to work at a drugstore at a pharmacy yep but then jay asshole he finds this out and he's like hey uh i have a little friend called oxycodone and you could basically get that stuff for me, right? And JT, being the immature, naive person that he is, he's like, okay, I can... I, and he, he steals drugs from this pharmacy. Meanwhile, him and Liberty are trying to find a place where they can raise this kid. Which is also so weird, because who, in their right mind... Let's these would, like 14 would year like rent they're not 14 at okay. this point oh yeah well yeah, they're like well, juniors in high school yeah 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 and so like they're like 16 16 17 why would you rent an apartment to two 16 or 17 year olds they definitely need a co-signer yeah like they don't got credit well like they, the cash ain't yeah. gonna cut it well they try to get jt's grandma to like kind of work with it i believe but that goes nowhere like Yeah, it's just it's it's messy, and then they buy. So he rents, does the down payment thing for the apartment with the drug money. Yeah, and, then... and he and he shows up to the ravine to give Jay the the goods, but then like so part one literally they want ends, more, but yeah, they want more, and that's where part one drugs. Ends. And part two, Liberty finds out because of like what hap- what she heard, overheard, and like she's basically done with him, and then you know not to mention that the pharmacist is on to him like he's not stupid he was not born yesterday but i think he's giving him the chance he's trying to give him the chance to stop without like directly addressing it right because he could you know go to juvie yeah or something like this and then he basically like he still steals the drugs but then he ends up at the ravine and you know the 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 emotions hit him. You know Jay's like doing his douchey thing at this point. Liberty's gotten upset. Liberty's with him gotten and... upset with him. Toby's not talking to him. No one's talking to him. And then JT's like, "I'm just gonna take these pills," and he downs them and passes out. And he he ends up in the hospital though because he's gonna get like psych evaluation and all that. But Liberty does come to his aid, and he just breaks down i will say though this was like considering he was awful this entire episode 
had you Jay do- not actually like had Jay not actually said something, no one else was going to help him because they all were just like, eh, he's just tripping they, out. Yeah, they literally. And Jay's yeah. like, no, yeah. like something Jay's serious like, is happening. As much as we hate Jay in this season, he does come to his senses and he does take JT to the hospital. But then yeah. you see all the family there. Like, you know, you see like you see all of them there. You see like Liberty's family. You see. You see JT's grandma, you see all of them. And it's, I will say, JT has like, you know, he's a fun character. He does have like some funny moments, but this was the real first time where it's like, let's take a serious story with this character. And well, aside from the pregnancy, but you know, that's another thing. But the acting by Ryan in this episode, when he breaks down, yeah. God, I wanted to hug him. Like, I just wanted to. Mm. He was so so good in this episode jt means so much to me as a character and um it like it's he reminds me a lot of like my useful energy as a kid now thankfully i never got a girl pregnant like that that's the best thing but you know jt that's always good yeah (laughs) but like (laughs) literally jt and toby i swear was like me and a couple friends in high school we were that vibe we were that dorky I, I, to be fair I was more of a Toby instead of a JT but I love those like fun he literally has a backwards cap in the first season like that is like 90s skater kid 101 like like the backwards hat but yeah and af- after this moment with JT he's out of the up ep- he's out of the show for a few episodes because you know he's in the hospital you know getting treated and all that and yeah, like props to Ryan Cooley for this episode. Props to everyone. This two-parter turned out was really good. It, it turned out really well. Uh-huh. I had to. I couldn't. Uh-huh. <laughs> JT York would have wanted it, damn it. Yeah, you're right. He would have. But, but yeah, you know, I love that two-parter. Yeah, the two-parter is good. And then after it, you know, we're back to everyone's favorite regularly scheduled program. Marco. <laughs> Mr. Del Rossi. (laughs) Not that we stand Mr. Del Rossi, but he is funny. He is funny. But you know, this is another good Marco episode. Like yeah, it's a good episode. (laughs) I could be wrong, but in this episode, doesn't he like don't they have like a blood drive? Or was this in last season? I could be wrong. This is when we this is when we meet Tim, the character that's literally here for like three episodes and then disappears. I love Tim though, and he's gone within the next episode. He's black holed. (laughs) No. But basically going there was a Marco plot that we forgot last season where like he's organizing a blood drive after the shooting, but he can't give blood because, you know, gay and all that. So it's really messed up. But with this episode, Marco comes out to his dad. Um, I will say something about this episode is um, in the previous episode last season, Mr. Del Rossi doesn't know what the meaning of queer me is. But in this episode, he calls Tim queer. Maybe he learned like off screen, like... <laughs> <laughs> He's that's, been edumacated. He's been edumacated. That's my uh that's my that that's my filling in the gap for this 
plot line that he found out what <laughs> that word meant. Yes. <clears throat> also, they're doing like plays in this. It's not really like a play that they're doing, but it's like, oh, we're a part it, of this like school-wide oh, the theatrical I, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because they're doing um scene i think shakespeare scenes, scenes. from hamlet yeah scenes from yes, hamlet. because and marco's yes. hamlet and marco he does yeah. he, well so he goes up and he's like fighting this conflict on whether or not to like fully tell his dad because he brought over that guy i forgot his name just now tim yeah marco brings tim home and and you know because he's like oh because he plays it off by saying that because he hasn't told his marco hasn't told his dad yet but he told him that he actually did and then he's like oh his dad kicked him out because he's gay and then he's kind of like trying to give the subtle hint to his dad like huh i'm i'm gay dad huh like but not really though and then by the time but he's like not really and then he Marco eventually kicks the other guy out or Marco's dad eventually kicks the other guy out and then by the time the play happens he starts doing the to be or not to be monologue and then out of nowhere he just looks dead in his eyes and dead at his father he's like this is who I am this like he basically like dad I'm gay during the show and if I had never okay let's be real if I was in the audience and I had never heard of Hamlet I would have been like wow Shakespeare was really ahead of his time at this play <laughs> like, like, <he> was, <laughs> like Hamlet the first openly gay <laughs> Shakespeare character and I'm then, sorry this quote from Paige about Marco's dad is so funny your father the man who believed that you listened to Britney in your car because it gets girls in the mood <laughs> <laughs> Marco is a Britney stan. In one episode, he has a Britney. Also, Marco's locker. dad has zero gaydar. <laughs> yes, correct. Zero. Marco, Marco's, none. Mom, Marco's mom, though, like pieced it together instantly with Dylan. So, like, her gaydar is on point. She knew. <laughs> it's just watching this episode and like thinking about where Marco started. You're like, I'm so proud of you. Like, I know that was so hard for him to do. Especially because yes. he knew that maybe there would be consequences and it wouldn't go the way he would want it yeah. to go. You know? Yeah. And then, you know, we've got the the B plot of More the beginning Manny. of the beginning of Emma and Peter's rendezvous <laughs> relationship. I don't like, I don't like their relationship it. in secret. But here's the like thing it. that I find so interesting is so Manny wants revenge. So she's like, perfect idea, Emma. Seduce him and then take a picture of him when he's naked so that we can embarrass him. So I mean, obviously Emma starts that process. She takes a picture but she tells Manny she didn't get the picture and she keeps it for herself. But what I think of is the fact that Mr. Man's Peter literally only had his shirt off. What is embarrassing about taking a picture of a guy shirtless? Yeah. Like, Nothing. Also, also, those phones are like from 2006. That has like what? A pixel? Like they're not going to get much <laughs> in, in like a- like That's a, no HD. In a Motorola Razor, let's be real. They're not going to get the highest quality in a Motorola phone. Yes. How do you spell detest? Detest as in hate? P-E-T-E-R. P-E-R. 
again, we hate Peter in this house, but then again, <laughs> there's an episode later on where Peter kind of has, he makes sense in a way, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I love how one episode, I like, again, these tonal shifts is like, like Marco coming out to his dad. We took a picture of the guy shirtless for revenge. Like, <laughs> again, with the tonal shift in this damn show. Yeah. That's really all there is for that episode. Yep. There's, yeah, it's good. But, yeah. And then we get to the lexicon of love. Nah. Or is there one in between there that we want to talk about? I don't remember what happens in Redemption um, Song. Redemption Redemption Song is Spinner's introduction to Friendship Club. No. Oh! <laughs> the, no, not Friendship Club. The Friendship Club camp out. Because this is the thing. I oh, don't know why yeah. we didn't put it in our notes because yeah. this is like a major like uh, to, yeah. Jay jay inserting himself where he doesn't need to be inserted and darcy too this is like where we get and darcy Darcy. because basically yeah to backtrack after the shooting you know jimmy i'm not jimmy well jimmy's obviously in a wheelchair but spinner he's like i've lost my friend i i'm i like i'm not friends with jay anymore i have nobody in this school and so he turns to the friendship club which is basically this christian almost like a cult kind of thing i was gonna say as someone who is a christian this is no normal bible study (laughs) yes they literally like hold hands i was half expecting them to bring out kool-aid like that's how bad it was but and it's like yeah it's just not not the welcoming vibe oh yeah but they but, are big on like the chastity and purity and all that yeah, so abstinence so always talking about that and so here's the thing is jay inserts himself because yeah. they go to this spinner goes to this camp out at like the beach or lake or whatever there's a forest and, for some reason so yeah and um basically darcy tells people that um spinner had involvement in jimmy getting shot all this stuff and um jay goes i'll show up to this retreat and hit on some ladies as much as i hate jay during this part this was a very funny storyline that he had that little funny plot point because while i hate jay he's freaking funny i'm sorry this whole episode he's so funny yeah yeah and so basically he oversteps like because he likes to meddle and he likes to cause drama and he tells Darcy that Spinner's going to leave her unless she, if she doesn't sleep with him. And he basically says that, like, Spinner already slept with Manny, I think. Or I could be wrong. Um, I don't or think Paige. so. Or Paige. No, he does say Manny. Okay, yeah, I was right. And then this causes some, like, real rift. But then Darcy's weird because she's, like, she's a goody two-shoes Christian. But she's also, like, I watch scary rebellious. movies. And I drink and I smoke. She's rebellious. She's rebellious, yeah. yeah. She really said, I'm not like other Christian girls. I'm not like other girls. <laughs> but then, like, she during this like you know she's wearing like you know like swimwear like a bikini and she takes a photo which will be important in a future episode i think next season so be on the lookout for that like that bikini pic comes up later on but 
this is kind of a keystone in the relationship because it's about like Spinner like finally accepting abstinence and Spinner found Jesus and like it's a weird like it's weird to see Spinner of all characters talking about this stuff because yeah but yeah it's all coming from he wants to no longer feel guilty yeah yeah for I mean, the which, jimmy situation which, which i think good. it's what it stems from which, which is good on that yes. aspect, but still like yes and- it's very out of character <laughs> it's so out of left field and out of character for him and yes. it's just I don't and like, then I don't like I don't like yes. Darcy. I don't like Darcy. And then, this is when we get the the mural. The, oh the, yeah, this is the mural and the there's... mural and Hazel realizing that one of the girls in the mural looks exactly like Ellie. Uh... And Jimmy's like, "No, it's not. I swear it's not." And she's like, "Yes, it is." Like, and we all know, looking at it, that it is Ellie. Mm-hmm. And so Hazel yep. breaks up with Jimmy. Good. Bye, Hazel. he says that he likes Ellie. But this was the end of their relationship, which was the longest running teenage relationship in next generation history at almost two years straight of dating without like breaking up or anything. Hmm. He wasn't really that even affected by it. I know, but that's just was listed in like the fun facts that I didn't even realize that it was two years. How was that the longest? Because I feel like Sean and Emma were longer. But without breaking up, like they didn't break up. Like if you think about it, like him and Ashley dated a long time, but they were off again, on again. And Paige and Spinner were long time. Were off again, on again. again. And okay. Yeah. 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 Good good job to Grassic Wiki. You you did some good. Actually put fun (laughs) facts for this season. God. Anyways. (laughs) That's the end of my fun facts. There's no more fun facts after okay. this episode. So and then and then after that episode, we get the premiere mm. of Jane Silent Bob Go Canadian A, which also is an episode uh, that makes me so mad. I we'll get to that moment in a second, but first off, we gotta talk about uh we gotta talk about Paige going to the premiere and sneaking her way into the after party because <laughs> well Paige with thought, Alex hey, with Alex, but Paige thought she was gonna get in the movie. But all of her scenes ended up getting cut, and Kevin Smith is like, "Oh, sorry, there was just not enough space for you in the film." She's like, "That's okay." <laughs> She's literally Miss Jen from High School Musical: The Musical: The Series. She's like, <laughs> "I was that extra. I was that extra in the first movie, and then they cut everything that she was in." Jessica, yeah, you were our favorite extra. <laughs> <laughs> Stream High School Musical: The Musical: The Series. Anyways. But so they go to this party and, you know, Paige and Alex are like really good friends throughout this moment. Like they've pretty much said, you know what, we're friends, yada, yada, all that stuff. But then things escalate. And then Jay has this line where about like, oh, are you going to kiss or something? Then they go home and then they make out. And like this is the start of Paige and Alex ship. I, I've, I'll say this, even though they are a mess, them. they are a mess in later seasons. I am a diehard alex and Paige shipper if there are a thousand fans i am one of them i said this in the last episode but if there are a thousand page and alex shippers i am one of them if there's a hundred i am one if there are zero then i am dead okay (laughs) they deserved they deserve so much much better better. yes and then that's set up against because you know they're at this part the after party for the thing and of course 
Emma and Peter are now a thing, and they think, hey, let's sneak away and start making kissy face I was gonna and say, making out and all that stuff. It's a secret relationship. Yeah, yeah, it's a secret relationship because, you know, Miss Hasselakos is, like, the principal and very, like, strict, and it would piss and off also, Manny. also, Manny would get pissed. Yeah, yeah. It, would, it would piss off Manny. And so they hide away in a theater while the party's going on to, like, you know, make out and stuff. And who do we see but Miss Hatsalakos and Snake oh, making tomato, out. Tomato, tomato, tomato. Tomato. We don't love it. Here's the thing. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. He is one of my favorite characters. I know. And they decided we're going to make you mad. Also, like during because this... of all the people, why Snake? Because in an earlier episode, this was set up that he's having an identity crisis because he has yes, a, we know because she goes here. I'll, I'll go on a ride on your motorcycle with no. you, and it's that's like, code no. for sex. That's code for sex. <laughs> and so it's like, I just, I know people make stupid decisions, but. You have a bombshell of a teeny tiny itty bitty wife. Yep. Yep. A bombshell of a little lady. And you go for Miss Hotsalakas, who has a douchey son who took naked video yeah, of I'm... your basically second daughter. Now, here's the thing if it was like season two, season three Hotsalakas, yeah, I could see it, you know? <laughs> But now that Peter's in the mid, like I said, now that she's in association with Peter, she's down. A and bit. she's the principal. And she's the friggin' principal. Like, how does this, like, how Why would you not- have an affair with Mr. Radich? Technically, there's a deleted scene where Hot Salakos and Radich were smooching during the Breakfast Club episode. Ew. It's on YouTube. No. I found it. No. Yeah. You're joking. Uh, it's true. Look it up. Let me vomit. <laughs> well, Radish is no longer in the show care. anymore. So I need to care. wash out my eyes. We're watching this after we're done recording. this. <laughs> but yeah, like this, this whole like snake cheating subplot, it doesn't last long because like they, they, they kiss and then they get caught and then yeah. Emma tells Spike. And of course, well, Spike is not at first. Well, well, not at first because Snake's like, you got to keep it a secret. Yeah, yeah Snake and I'm is... like from her own mother. Yeah, Dude. and like, but then it eventually it, it eventually comes out, and Spike's like, get out, like no ifs ands or buts, get out, and good for her. At that moment, yeah, it's the fact that Emma uses the term necking. Oh, like no. what kind of old lady she's like he's married to my mother and he's in the theater necking with yours yeah necking like it's so weird why do they do that we oh, also oh, i forget oh. i forget that we also get introduced to alex's home life in this yeah we get to see yeah. alex. like i always forget that that's part of this episode we that's get another see... reason why i love alex so much because you see her home life and i'm like this girl deserves the world her mom is dating all these like terrible men and yeah and then that's kind of why i like alex and Paige together because Paige is the rock that alex really needs but in turn Paige also needs alex because it's just this weird thing and then throughout the whole thing 
like yeah let's go back to the page alex thing like page for the whole time like that was just one kiss i'm not gay and i'm like honey your brother's gay all right it was bound to happen at some point okay it, it's in the blood okay like let's yeah, be it's real. a lot of her being like i'm not gay my, my brother brother's is. gay and like, page, like there's nothing wrong with you being bisexual lesbian yeah like whatever she, there's nothing wrong with that and it, it comes to this point where like she doesn't perform for the spirit squad because they're going to give this award to kevin smith basically for filming at the movie the movie there and then by the end you know Paige goes to kevin smith and then she's like so because he saw alex and Paige together at the at the premiere and then he's like and then kevin smith's like look like i went to a gay wedding it was awesome there was great food which you know that's kevin smith style you know he completely talked about the food and all that stuff and then he's like look it doesn't matter just like be how you are feel how you feel whether you're gay straight bi whatever and you know that's true live how you want to live <laughs> you know you know how i talked about how the wiki sometimes words things really funny oh god here we go it goes Paige is not supposed to be into women but kevin <laughs> reminds her neither is alex he convinces <laughs> Paige to be true to herself and to her feelings are they lesbians are they bisexual who cares <laughs> they're together I am reading, I'm reading that exact same thing. That's well, and then this is when we do get the official snake getting kicked out. And the thing that this brought up that I didn't think of is like, Spike doesn't kick him out over the fact that he cheated on her. He She kicks him out because he used Emma and yeah. told Emma to keep it a secret. Yeah, that's right. And then gets mad like... He gets mad that Emma told her and then snakes spikes just like, um, hello, why would you have her keep a secret from me? Yep. Which is also weird because don't they literally get back in like the next two episodes? They work it out. They do work it out in the end, which I love how we they work got it to out. Work. 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 Work this There's so many episodes. This episode, <laughs> this episode of New Year, New Look, New Pod <laughs> is sponsored by High Disney School Channel. Musical. <laughs> Anyways, Hi, Tim my name is Annalie from New Year, New, new Look, New podcast, podcast, and you're watching Disney Channel. Tim, Tim Federley, if you're somehow by chance listening to this, um, can we be in season four? Okay, thanks. Anyways, but the next episode, we're having a baby. Oh yeah, this is where we're Lord, having he a, has baby. a baby. Yeah. Toby's the midwife. Yes. No, you are not having a baby in my, in my, my boobies car. <laughs> so also, yeah. who calls their grandma? Who calls He's Jewish? Jewish? I know. Okay, I, I just have never heard that thing. before. Is that a Jewish thing? Because I've just yeah, never heard it, that yeah, before. I think it, it is. is. Yeah. I don't call my grandmother Bobby, but Toby <laughs> is. But like, so I like also real quick. By the time the movie premieres at Degrassi, the Jay and Silent Bob movie, JT's out of the hospital because he's in a crowd shot watching the film. So glad he got over his. <laughs> glad they let him out of the psych ward he's like please i'm in this movie for like a scene i gotta go see and then it's my big debut it's my my debut (laughs) so so like you know obviously toby is like the vice president and they're going to this thing and like of course his bobby's car is like a piece of junk it like keeps freezing up and like stopping and all that 
And then Liberty goes into labor and Toby's freaking out. We get the booby line and all that. And I thought like he was going to have to deliver the baby on the side of the road, but no, Toby calls uh, an ambulance and then it then leads into like the baby coming out and then, you know, Liberty giving it away to. Can we also talk about how that was the B plot? Why was that the B plot? I kind of wish that the Craig was Craig's solo career. I do wish that was the B plot. Exactly. Um, That should be the B plot. Like, so we get the, we get the death of downtown Sasquatch. Uh, And so he, and then he pieces out for Vancouver, which is great because is it Vancouver where? No. I'm trying to remember. It was Toronto Tor- that he was wanting to get to. No, Where he wanted. It? No, he wanted to go to Vancouver. Yeah. Okay. Vancouver. Well, congratulations. You're finally getting Angie, to go to Vancouver. I got money. We can go to Vancouver. We can- <laughs> He's so optimistic in season two. You finally get to go to Vancouver, Have and he meets time, everybody. Yeah. Don't do drugs. Oh wait. <laughs> Spoilers. But and then yeah, that that's the a plot and then you know liberty has the baby but then jt like he gets to be there to see the kid you know he gets to be there because there's still that whole tension of like i don't want him in my life with this kid but you know he looks at the kid you know before handling it off to the adoption agency and it's it's kind of sweet you know it's kind of touching you know emma would not like it if well i mean eh, emma would kind of like it if the baby was at the adoption agency i don't know also can we talk about how, like, this is the episode with the solo career, but this is, like, when they, like, film the demo, or they record the demos, and it's just Marco on the accordion, and they're like, I don't know if you... That was when, that was when <laughs> Ash was still in the... Was it? Yeah, that was when, like, before Ash oh. leaves for... That was last season, Alana, I talked about it. Because that was that was when they were oh, all they like the recording contract. It's all about you, yeah. Ash. It was never about the band. It was about Damn. you. Yeah, I just really like Mark. Ash is Ash is in Europe. My now. brain keeps going there. <laughs> Ash, Ash is in Europe now, Alana. Like, like she's not I know. in Canada. Good yes, but but they do. No, this is when the record label is like Craig is the main thing. Everyone else, especially like he yeah. trashes Ellie so much during this. Like, yeah, man hates women. Um, and then, um, but man also loves women. Yeah. If we're talking about Craig, is it Craig that trashes M- Ellie or the, uh, the, the record, producer? The producer does. Oh, but yeah, Brent thought you were talking about Craig, and I was like, Craig loves the ladies. I don't know what you're the talking producer about. Producer who signs Craig yes. and Sasquatch like tears. I want to yes, create yes, like yes. a VH1 behind the music Craig Manning and like bring up downtown Sasquatch. That'd be so funny. Like just. He had a band in high school, but it all went wrong when Ellie joined the group. It was like like a kind of like what they did with HSM. It's just like when um when Craig's like, this is about the band. We're gonna do this together. We'll like do albums, all this stuff. And Ellie's like, I can't drum. And he's like, Yes, you can. And she's like, No. And Marco's not very great on the bass, and Jimmy wants to paint. Yeah. Like, I was Pretty like much. I was like, okay, hey, hold up. When did we all of a sudden decide that they all can't play their instruments? Because they've been playing their instruments for how many seasons now? Like three, four. Obviously, yeah, they can play their they... instruments. It's just Ellie that's having the problem. Let's be real. Like, if, yes. if Spinner and Jimmy hadn't con- made their condolences by now, 
they yeah. would be they would be the next backstreet boys is that what the kids are into i don't know uh but yeah that's that episode okay let's talk about our lips are sealed wait mm. i want to mention the episode before that oh the only yes. because marco does like a safe sex seminar yo i forgot about that yeah and has to decide because friends with marco yeah really messy friendship club versus marco where we meet this dude i forget his name but i hate him linus line oh his name's linus hat nerd anyways but he's literally just like he doesn't like marco because gay and he's like why is he giving out like safe sex advice giving out condoms to people by the way dr sally would be proud of marco let's be real and yeah, then, but, because he's promoting safe sex. But then the friendship group is like, no sex ever. Do not have sex ever. Like, and that's what they're trying to say. And this is like, literally, Marco beats the crap out of Linus. And I'm like, good for him. It's what he deserves. Good for him. He's a this is This is also when we have the really dumb B plot. I think it's dumb. Where Caitlin's like, Spike, I know how to make the fact that it's your and Snake's anniversary so much better i know how to make uh, you feel better uh, strippers stripper. yeah who it looks was actually, like it was manny's who, idea who looks like snake oh he looks like snake <laughs> oh no no and, so it's and, just all so bad and, and this is around the time like after this they're like yeah we're gonna they get back together and it's a really cute way where they like he sings their wedding song or like their song or whatever and it's like and then she's like okay i'll go back to you but don't sing ever again and it's really cute it's in a mall and he's got a suit and i'm like you okay Annalie loves the uh running to the airport cliche in rom-coms these are my favorite when you in the public vicinity (laughs) singing because they're at the theater and they're like just singing i love that stuff you're gonna love something in the later seasons then Uh, okay <laughs> it's always funny when I talk when I say that. And honestly, and I both have these gigantic because I'm pretty sure I know what you're talking about. We'll I'm discuss. Almost, we'll discuss. Yeah. But yeah, I love that you love that, Nathan. Well, until now, my our lips are sealed. When I tell you that, like, this is in my top ten best Degrassi episodes. Yeah. Because this is something that is just so incredibly important to talk about. Oh yeah. And. Since this is the early 2000s, I don't know if eating disorders were being talked about. So I'm really, really happy that they covered this. This this also goes back to Manny's actor plot and like trying to look like the model type. So Emma has a great idea of just like purging all their meals and just throwing up and being this bulimic right i i don't know the terms I yes yes don't know. yeah bulimia but then it backfires on emma because like you know manny loses the weight and can do the dress and do the shoot which and she goes back to eating but emma's like i'm not eating at all and to the point where like she's like not eating her favorite foods at her home she's not eating lunch at school even she peter passes out at school she passes out of school and even peter notices this and he's like hey i picked you a picnic of your favorite foods and she just forgets it like trashes it she goes home and even like as much as i hate peter this is the one of the few times where i'm like i liked peter because he i was gonna say me too because he goes to manny and he's like look 
We've had our troubles in the past. Emma's not okay. We need to go to her family and just talk to her and just figure out what's wrong with her. And they they, they eventually like go through with it. And then they have their intervention. They have their intervention and Snake is there, Spike is there, Emma's there, Peter's there. And Emma just full on just has a she she has a panic attack low blows and she like throws some low blows with that one because they literally talk mandy literally mentions that like she keeps having these mood swings and that's when emma's emma's like you take advantage of drunk girls you are the the drunk drunk girl girl. and the last time i checked you were making out with his mother yeah yeah and And then that's when she she like blames yeah. Manny. She says it's all Manny's fault. And then she can't breathe. She's having a panic mm-hmm. attack. She passes out. And yeah. then she's admitted into the hospital. And as as much as I like have my gripes with Emma, this is her best episode in my I opinion. agree. And like as it much makes- as like I'm not a fan of Emma and Peter's relationship, I will say I appreciate that he was there for her at her absolute lowest oh yeah this isn't a storyline that goes away easily like you see how this is still affecting her Mm -hmm. which i'm so happy that they weren't just like oh like what they did with toby's storyline where he had an ed and then it went away like it was never there i think they really took the time for emma to heal from it which i I think it it was kind of brought back during the energy drink episode because i just Mm -hmm. got through that because it yes the purple dragon the purple dragon it brought it back just a tad bit which like then i remember like oh yeah she had an eating disorder last a couple seasons ago good job nathan for paying attention but yeah (laughs) emma Emma goes through it in this episode because this is when she basic this is when we end up having like a slight one of our like manny emma fights because she yeah try basically is trying to kick her out yeah well she does kick her out of the house yeah but that scene is is so good it's so well done when she's like emma has gone packing up all her stuff emma has gone through so much in the past three seasons like because she's basically ptsd from getting almost shot at her boyfriend leaving gonorrhea uh meeting peter <laughs> um her family hasn't her family is broken up basically and now an eating disorder like what is next for miss emma nelson we know what's next for miss oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah that's emma and it does not get better from here i will say um i think that's one of my favorite episodes of this season right and as i mentioned earlier it's in my top 10 best degrassi episodes i think it was truly so so well done i love it a lot the next episode guess who's back dylan yay i stopped caring for him yeah it just I don't like him. I don't like him at all. Okay, this is where I kind of like Derek because, okay, so in this episode, uh, Liberty is basically like tutoring him, and Derek, oh yes, and Derek asks, "Hey, what happened to your baby?" Because of course he knew that she was pregnant and all that. And then Liberty is still in her postpartum depression. She's like, 
I don't want to answer this. Get out. She kicks Derek out of the house. Uh, But then Derek was like, you know what? I was adopted as well. And I never met my birth parents. And I was like, yeah, that's the one sympathy point towards Derek, you know. His that's one good his one Actually, he has good, two, but that's He has it. two, but that's, I, one of, that's one of them. Can I ask, though, like, <laughs> where did Danny just randomly get this, like, porno DVD? Because that's what he... Because that's <laughs> probably, what he gives it to. I want to know where Danny gets these things. It's probably I from don't. the same... It's probably I from, really don't. Probably well, from, I don't, but... It's probably the same cousin that gave him the pump, and also probably the cu- cousin that gave JT the lsd the e the e ecstasy right it's all connected it's Um, all connected they've all got the same dealer everybody's got a cousin who can hook them up with something ever 21 and then liberty gives a toast to albert einstein she finds the she finds the jack daniels takes a sip and breaks the mirror she's in her reputation era yes but then uh Derek goes to Liberty and he's like look when my mom gave me up she actually sent me a package of like all her favorite things and it gave me a chance to know about her when I couldn't even meet her and so that's actually another nice Derek moment so Liberty and Danny and Derek and even JT they create this little box with like photos of them and photos of the baby and even JT gives away his like super rare comic book. And I'm like, that is the one maturity point that he got this season of like giving up a childhood thing. But then again, it was like really wealthy. And as a comic nerd, I'm like, eh. you know, like it's, <laughs> there's a gray area in there. I just hope that wherever Liberty and JT's baby is, I hope they're okay. He's in Seattle. He's in Seattle. I hope would love for him to go to Degrassi in the reboot. He better be in like the reboot. They just moved back to Canada from Seattle. <laughs> yeah. We've heard we've heard weirder things. Let's be real. We've heard weirder things. I think we need to start tallying every time you say be real. You say be real a lot. It's great. I want to make a tally. By the way, condom tally and be real tally. Speaking yes. of be real, if you haven't, there's a new app called Be Real. And <laughs> this episode is sponsored by, by Be Real. Be real. That'd be really cool. Be sponsored real. I missed us. it today. <laughs> I don't say I always post on time. No. <laughs> anyway, two more episodes, friends. Woo! I Two always more. forget about this finale. Because let's face it, with that last episode, all I care about is Liberty's storyline. Yeah. I don't care about the Marco de, de, um, de, Dylan storyline. <laughs> I almost said Danny, and I was like, that's incorrect. You almost said Marco, too. Like, <laughs> Girl, fight. Girl, fight. Girl, fight. Girl, fight. Okay. Another, oh another Degrassi wiki funny wording. For this summary, are you ready? Yes. When Darcy discovers that Spinner is far from a virgin, she's ready to pull the plug on their relationship, but not before she pulls a big old handful of Manny's hair. <laughs> Spinner, Spinner's at risk of losing the girl he loves. If only there was some way he could become a virgin again. Dot, dot, dot. Mm. Degrassi Wiki, 10 out of 10. 
And I, I love saying, the I love the telenovela summaries. Yeah. It's giving Jane the Virgin. <laughs> it is giving Jane the Definitely. Virgin. One of the things I remember from the, that ending two part is when um it's basically when like they do that performance that Darcy's in, I believe. I think that's this episode. Yeah. And then they're all like, oh, we're doing this like show, but then Darcy's like the lead, but then like Spinner's working lights and there's this big fight between them in a rehearsal that Manny is somehow involved in. Yeah, that's right. But then the the part of the episode that really took me by surprise is that Spinner and Paige reconnect and they do it. And it's kind of awkward because they're about to graduate or Paige is about to graduate soon and it's like, like one last time before I'm out of Degrassi. Like, what was the reason? Like, <laughs> there wasn't any. <laughs> no reason. And then also what I love about this episode is that, of course, this is a two-parter, but it also includes the graduation of some characters. But then Spinner and Jimmy finally reconcile after all that has gone through. Because Bless. neither of them are graduating. They're, yeah, because like, about damn time. they're both Ayo. they're both uh staying back for a few it's, seasons and it's him it, just giving that big hug at the end. It's so beautiful. And it's yeah. also funny to see how like, yes, this is the last time we see these characters at Degrassi High. But we don't see the last of Paige, Marco, and Ellie. We do see the last of Hazel, though, thank God, but we never see Hazel again for the rest of the show. I also forget that Ashley comes back for graduation. Yes, Ashley and Craig comes back for the graduation. We're fine with Craig coming back for graduation. Ashley can stay in London. Yeah, because Ashley, like, catches up with Jimmy, like, hey, you're still in the chair, and Jimmy's like, well, not exactly (laughs) that. It's like, well, no, duh. Not exactly that, but it's basically (laughs) like, hey, I'm back, and then Jimmy's like, hey, uh i still kind of like you uh remember we were a thing and like a few seasons ago aha like aha remember how i've been dating hazel for two years that's over now yeah and i kind of sort of have a thing with ellie aha anyways and i'm feeling a lack of self-confidence because i'm in a wheelchair and you're coming back to degrassi hell yeah let's do it it's like there's things piling on top of each other and they're graduating too like it's just it's it's not my favorite two-parter at the end because there's a lot of stuff Same. going on like it's my least favorite finale of this season because there's a lot of stuff going on and it's hard to piece together like everything that's going on because it's like the the performance and then the graduation and then all that stuff and Ashley's then back. freaking jimmy and ashley getting together for the third time yeah tomato 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 but marco is valedictorian and that's all that matters and the last scene is you know all the kids that are graduating in their blue graduation gowns which my my class colors were blue and white so i had a blue gown so it made it made me nostalgic for high school graduation my class colors mine was black (laughs) oh no mine mine will be when i graduate college yay and like those episodes make me so nostalgic in general because every single graduation just destroys me 
I love how that with this season it was like we have some dark episodes, but you know what? Everything's all right because it's graduation and the sun's shining and things are gonna be good. Exactly. But next season we'll get some bummer episodes and bummer plot lines and bummer characters and bummer. And those bummer plot lines and those bummer things will make the next class's graduation so sad. Uh, so sad. Pain. Pain. But yeah. That's season five. Season oh. five. This one. I apologize. I feel like our thoughts were all over the place with this one. No, but this one, (laughs) but this one, like there were some good ones, but like I said, overall season four is kind of a meh season. It's okay. It's got some nuggets. It's got some nuggets, but as a whole, it, oh yeah. Season five, but (laughs) (laughs) as a whole, it's just, there's better seasons. It's, but... it, it, this is this season felt the most unfocused out of everything. Yes, because you have a little like sporadic. Five, you have five different storylines going on in the same episode. Like you focus on constantly. You focus on Liberty's baby for a moment, then you focus on Peter being a dick, and then you focus on Manny trying to do acting, and then you focus on Snake being a dick, and then you focus on <laughs> all these other characters being a dick. <laughs> Pretty much. But, you know, y'all will get to hear our thoughts on season six, which is going to be a time yeah. when that happens. It's a doozy. Bring your tissues. We have a few episodes before that. Yeah. Yes. yes. We do? Thank goodness. Yeah, so we'll get something different than a, than a, than a recap. And I'll we be get in a, it this time. <laughs> you get a break. You get a, take a break, break for recaps. Take a break. So this was our season five recap. I hope you all have a wonderful start to your weekend. Yeah. We love you guys. When we're recording this, it's now the first day of fall. So go out there and enjoy that weather. Get yourself some spice lattes. Watch Hocus Pocus. It's Halloween. And remember. remember, Don't go cuckoo bananas. And don't eat the glue. Daddy the glue! This has been New Year, New Look, New Podcast. You can follow the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok. We have posts on our social medias, talking about our social medias. You can follow the show on Spotify and Anchor. You can rate us, give us five stars, tell us how we're doing. And yeah, that's basically it for this episode. Stay tight, Degrassi. Later. <laughs>